Now, let's talk sports with Kanoa Leahy on ESPN Honolulu. Hey everybody, it's the first day of UH football practice, would you believe it? Which means football has really, really begun. And we're going to talk some football today. We got a little late start here. I'll I'll explain that. We'll take our first commercial break. Dave Kawada filling in for Kanoa and Lee. Let's talk sports. But Arnold Martinez, we're going to talk some UH football and football in general, especially football 101. I'd love to do it with him because he always teaches me a lot of stuff. Let's take a quick timeout. We'll come back with Arnold Martinez. Right after this, it's Let's Talk Sports. Hey, welcome back. Let's talk sport. Dave Kawada filling in for Kanoa Larry and mahalo to Domino's Hawaii for their sponsorship of Let's Talk Sports. Domino's Hawaii has made it a priority to help our community by making it more affordable to feed our families. Order online or via the Domino's app and save up to 20% off your order or choose from a host of other deals available. Domino's Pizzas Hawaii, we deliver aloha. And speaking of aloha, on the Aloha Kia hotline, at go to alohakia.com. You know a guy. We're going to talk football. Today is the first day of fall camp, and our pregame and halftime commentator, co host here on ESPN Honolulu for all of your University of Hawaii football, Arnold Martinez, is joining us right now. And Arnold, first of all, you are coming long distance because you are in the neighborhood of Clemson because congratulations your son is a freshman for Clemson football what's the vibe there <laughs> thanks uh Dave thanks for having me on again um yeah it's a six hour difference um and I'm um, coming from uh, a long ways here the vibe is great uh you know it's actually uh my last week off before I get back in the classroom so I said you know let me ask him if it's okay to come uh, spend a little time out here and um uh it's been, it's been good uh, i got here monday the the vibe is always high energy and excitement i think here it's uh um you know they got garrett riley new offensive coordinator new offense a lot of uh big time four and five star recruits in this class so there's a there's a high expectation here for sure uh, when did practice start or is it about to start so they have so we actually dropped Tristan off a, a month ago and then they went right into summer school and then right after 4th of July they started their um, player run practices PRP and um, they uh, so they've been going they've been going and uh, but the official camp starts next week uh-huh. on I believe it's Monday it might be Tuesday yeah now there's always the coach in you I mean have you I don't know did you Ask Coach Dabo Sweeney, hey, is it okay if I stop on by or say hello or talk a little X's and O's, anything like that? Yeah, yeah, all the time. Uh, <laughs> so um, get to chalk it up, get in the room. I actually spent some time there today at the facility. The guys are in and out. In fact, um, Dabo and I talked this morning, but he left. He just left for media ACC media day. Um, and they'll, they have theirs, I think, tomorrow in Charlotte. And then he comes back Friday, and we're going to hang out a little bit. But uh, today I was in the in the uh, facility with the other coaches, um, and we talked some ball. So yeah, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm what you call a football lifer. You know, always trying to learn because we never know enough, um, and the game is constantly evolving. So if I could just you know pick their brain a little bit and get some 
some some points here and there and how the game is evolving and what they do in certain situations. I love it. I mean, I could sit there for hours and watch film, so it's great. <laughs> you, you're like a kid <laughs> in the candy store when it comes to this. I mean, you're at Clemson, Power 5 National Championship contender every year. So, I mean, talk yeah. about a treat for you and being able to know that your son is going to be on the team. But let's switch a little bit to University of Hawaii football. Today is their first day of camp. Now, I will say this. I was late coming to the show today. As the head coach of any program you've had, what was the penalty for lateness? Oh, man. I mean, it varies. Um, it could be extra conditioning. Um, in, in the NFL, when I interned, it was money. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it was a fine. And um, not just the players get fined, but the coaches can be fined, too. So that's why nobody's late. It's uh, Well, I, I take that back. There have been players that are late and they end up paying. But the coaches... They're going to be in there, um, you know, uh, on time is late. Early is on time. And, you know, that's how you got to approach it. Everybody gets there normally early. So you got some, uh, you got, you know, about 20 110s. Uh, when I get back, we'll put you through the paces. Oh, okay. I better get my shoes on, man, because I, I, I'm yeah. doing it. Um, our boss. Uh... And some oxygen. We got to get you some oxygen, too. Oh. So I'll make sure you don't fall out. And have have the trainers there ready because you know there's going to be yeah. some serious need for intervention at some point. And Josh Pacheco is already <laughs> notating down what I'll have to do. You know, when yeah. first day of camp, and there's always this excitement naturally. But what is really, it, it put, putting the coach's hat on, what is really kind of the expectation of day one? They've reported yesterday, so they did a lot of the administrative stuff. And, of course, all of that's done. Here's the first day on the field. What is the expectation you would think if you're Timmy Chang on day one? I, you know, for if it were me, it'd be, um, and, and he's probably the same, but it's got to be high expectation, execution, high energy, no excuses. Um, what's done, what the past is, you know, you got to have get rid of the rear view mirror. Um, can't look back. It's got everything's got to be forward thinking. And how do we get better today? How do we get if we're on the field two hours? How do we get two hours better than we were yesterday? Now they've done a lot of pre stuff already. Installation. Um, the players have been running the system all summer uh, in their in their PRP, and so they they um, you know they they've got a lot, and they and they actually probably had some position meetings and things already. Um, you know, to ask questions and clean things up. So, but once it's official, uh, you, you know, you, there's no time to, you know, be teaching from zero. They have things installed from the spring. They worked on it through the summer. So the expectation is that we're, we start clicking right away. Um, now with that said, you know, that there's going to be some hiccups here and there and you, there's going to be a lot more teaching. Um, but, uh, with the pre-install that they did, I'm sure that they have high expectations that, you know, they're, they're going to be better each and every practice, each and every day, and then each and every week and each and every game. Arnold Martinez joining us, who will be the co-host of our ESPN Honolulu pregame and halftime shows when we do our home game broadcast, as well as the away games. And I always think about when it comes to the first day or the first week, you know, there's a lot of incorporation of the new guys. Now, a lot of the new guys have been here over the summer. Like you said, they've been working out in the play run mm -hmm. practices, the PRPs. But here's kind of, mm -hmm. like you said, this, this is the official element here, and they're getting the full bowl of wax. How much would yeah. you say, if you could percentage as a coach, when you're looking at 
this first week, how much are you focusing on the new guys as who will fill in and can incorporate starting positions versus the tuning up part of the returnees? If you could put percentages on that. Percentage. I, I mean, I'd, I'd say you're going to spend, um, you don't have a lot of time to um, worry about teaching the new guys as far as like giving them the, the majority of, of reps and time. So, um, you know, they're going to get, the focus is going to be on um, the veterans and the guys that know it. So I'd say probably 60, 40 or something, but, but I mean, I, I, it's hard to put a percentage. I mean, I think they're going to rely on the, these new guys that the, the transfer portal and then also um, incoming freshmen, or it could be JC guys. Um, I know they're going to be relying on guys to make an impact right away. And so uh, I'm sure they've done a lot of pre-teaching with them. So as far as fine-tuning, they're not in fine-tune mode yet either. Camp is still about cleaning up and getting your, um, getting in sync, syncing everybody up together, um, running everything full speed. There's also a lot of conditioning element in there, and then a lot of physicality because even in the PRP, um, you know, you're not touching anybody. You're not making contact. So there's a lot of other elements that they have to prepare the body for and the mind. But the schematics and the execution – uh, I'm sure they've installed uh, all the things they want installed, and they just got to move the pieces around, you know, get the personnel done. But um, And I'm sure Coach Timmy has had his staff meetings where they've moved all the pieces on the board and, and, and looked at all the different personnel scenarios and how they want to mix and match and, and really attack on offense, defense, and special teams. So, uh, But as far as spending a lot of time, uh, you, you, what you do is you get those new guys in the meetings afterwards. You know, and and you get them on extra film. You get them in extra, get them in the classroom, and then sometimes you get them in early outs. Um, so when practice starts at a certain time, you get the new guys. Hey, all all these guys, I want these guys out here thirty minutes before that, and we spend our time there because once it gets going and the periods and the horn is blowing, you want tempo and you want pace of practice. So you don't have a lot of time to make those corrections at that point. So you want to get them out early. And. The big buzz, if you will, here in year two for the Timmy Chang era is the fact that the run and shoot is going to be installed and be a, the offense for this season. So it wasn't really the full package last year. It will be this year. Timmy's going to be calling the plays. Now, there are two elements here. So right, so here's Timmy Chang in his second year. You want to, obviously want to make improvements. Now he's taking on that role of, okay, I'm changing the offense it's the offense I know. It's the offense I ran as a player. It's the offense I mentored under with June Jones, and I'm going to be calling the plays. So there are a couple more layers of, I don't know if you want to say pressure now, put on the head coach. Do, do you see it as that? Or is that more of a, hey, I, I kind of want to see this done the way I want to see it done as the head coach, and maybe that pressure isn't seen on his eyes? I don't think it is. I, I think – Operationally speaking, so the way the operation uh, progresses is going to be different. But I think, you know, when you get to that level, you, you don't really want to um, succumb to any pressure. I think pressure is when you're not prepared. Um, and I think if they leave no stone unturned and prepare the right way, then you don't worry about that stuff. What he has to now understand is, and, and he's probably, he understands this, is that when you're a head coach calling plays, a lot of the other things have to be picked up by other coaches situation um you know game clock management he's got to need a lot of other people because when he's on offense he's got to be thinking one two three plays ahead right he's setting up plays mm -hmm. 
so um, you know you're you kind of have you're focused and dialed in on what's happening, what the defense is giving you, what you can attack. Um, and so you need someone else in your ear. You, you need the operation side of it is guys are paying attention to down and distance, right? Um, situations, different things like that. Substitutions on defense personnel, um, defensive personnel, all, all of that stuff. Um, whereas when he was not calling the plays, he can help and see all that. He can, he has the bigger picture, right? You know, his eyes are kind of wide. His view is wider, mm-hmm. but when you're calling plays at that moment, when he's on offense, his, He's going to have more of a narrow focus and try to get, you know, you got to play chess, right? You got to set up, uh, set up your plays. So I, I don't, I don't think, he, you know, the only, I mean, people may, the outside people may try and pressure and say, well, you know, he's calling, but you know what I'm saying? But yeah. no, when you're in it and you're preparing as a coach and a player, you really try not to even think about that stuff. You just no. prepare. Yeah. And that, that, you bring yeah. up a good point. He might be more so in his comfort zone than maybe just having yeah. that perspective he had last year. He feels more comfortable where he will be this season. But that's exciting. Now, uh, sure. I'm glad we're going to take a break because you agreed you're going to stay with us uh, for one more segment. Yeah. Because we're going to do a thing called Football 101. You are a great okay. teacher and explainer of football. So that's going to help me and our listeners. So we'll take a time out. I'm going to back. Yeah. Oh, I know you will. <laughs> I know you will. All and right. we'll come back with Coach Arnold Martinez right after this. This is Let's Talk Sports here in ESPN Honolulu. Welcome back. Coach Arnold Martinez joining us. But hey, before that, beat the heat with Fujitsu Air Conditioning Systems. They come with a 12-year all-parts warranty. Soon, you'll be saying, I love my Fujitsu. But we love football. And Coach Arnold Martinez is going to help me with Football 101. Dave Kawada filling in for Canole. This is Let's Talk Sports. So first question, Coach. We just talked about there's going to be the run-and-shoot offense for University of Hawaii. To the audience, to the fan, right? What is actually different? Will we see a difference? Because last year, um, to my untrained eye, you still have the quarterback and shotgun, one running back. You saw four right receivers, sometimes at the tight end, but basically those set up. So what would the fans see that may be different because of the run and shoot? Um, I think you're going to see um, a more wide open attack and – um, they're going to let the guys kind of play a little bit more free, uh, meaning that the receivers will have their discretion to read according to the defense and convert. Um, you know, I think it was more of a hybrid last time where there were set pieces and set plays and predetermined um, reads and things of that nature. I think at this point what they're going to try and do is really take the lid off of it and say, um, you know, and, and this is what spring and summer was for, is to make sure all the quarterbacks – and the receivers uh, in the offense are seeing the same thing, attacking the same thing, um, and the ball should be able to come out faster. Um, it's really tough to defend when it's run right. We've seen it, right, with June and the guys and with Timmy Gears and everyone else, uh, uh, you know, Colton and the guys. The ball comes out quick, and really, when, when it's run correctly, they feel like there's no defense that can stop it because you have an answer for whatever they're doing, um, you know, because you have in-play conversions, meaning if the guy's off or inside shade, outside shade, depending on their alignment and, how, and then where they're at once the ball is snapped, the pre-snap and post-snap alignment, then and their dropper or if they're man or if they're zone, whatever it is, they should all be on the same page to where the receiver can get open, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and 
and that the ball can come out quicker. So it's a lot. The processing is going to have to be faster for the quarterback, and that was kind of a, a tough area last year, mm-hmm. um, where the ball was kind of held too long. You know, really, you want to hold that ball two and a half seconds max, um, sometimes two, and so um, the ball's got to come out. Um, and and again, it's just uh, if it, if we get back to the way it was, then. Um, you'll see a lot more of uh, adaptation during the play rather than this. These are my two reads. I got to throw the ball here, mm-hmm. you know, uh, kind of thing. Where it's 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 more it's a little bit more free, um, and they're going to be able to attack. So I think that's one thing. And then I think you'll see, even though you know they're going to have two good um, running backs, you're going to have Tyler Hines who's a speedster, and he could probably break the set, meaning getting empty and things like that. But and then you got uh, Najee Bryant, Lele. So you got a good set of backs. But remember now, June says the perfect uh, offense in the running shoot is you don't run the ball at all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not one time. <laughs> His dream was that he can he can call a game where they didn't run the ball one time. The the run game becomes an extension of the pass game, honestly, too. And in, in, in the uh, in the running shoot, you know. So uh, so we'll see uh, how pure it looks and and. Um, you know, you'll see less ground, you know, pound, ground and pound and stuff like that, or less less carries. But uh, I think that's what they'll notice is that the ball's out, and you know, you see a lot of speed on the field, and you're going to see them attacking mismatches and and um, and converting the right way, where you know the ball the ball is delivered even before the receiver gets out of a break. Then you'll know it's uh it's clicking. Mm-hmm. If the quarterback has to wait for a receiver to be open, he's not open. Yeah. Okay, so if he's sitting back there waiting for a receiver to get open, that receiver's not open, and it's going to be too late. So he has to have great anticipation, great processing, and they got to be on the same page. All right. Now, here's a term I hear a lot of commentators use, the A-gap. What That mm-hmm. term here, A-gap, B-gap, what is that? All right, so when you're on offense and defense, from the center going right and left, it's mirrored on both sides. The gap between the center and the guard is your A gap. The space. The space between the guard and the tackle is B. And then if you have an attached tight end or anything on over there, if you have or another lineman, outside the tackle, it'd be C gap. So A, B, and C. And it goes inside out from both sides. So from both sides of the center. Oh. And then we have D gap, or, o, or some coaches call it O gap, outside gap, or D is the outside. Um, so... It's basically, um, so when we talk about gap integrity on defense, that's what we're talking about. Somebody is responsible for A, B, C, and then whatever else happens after that. Sometimes it's not a C if it's, if it's, if it's a true spread, too. But A, B, C, D, or, or O. Yep. And then to the left of the center, it's sense? also A, B, C as well? Exactly right. To the left and the right, um, it, it's, a, it's a mirrored situation. Okay. So um, you, you'd have, and then now, you you would say, well, how do they know what a gap to run to? Because there's two a gaps, right? Right? Or blitz to? Well, because on offense we also have a numbering system, <laughs> so oh, okay. um, and a lot of times it's left to right um, or right to left, and and they'll number the side. So if it's a certain play call and they hear a even number or an odd number, they know it's right or left. Gotcha. Things like that. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, everybody's a little different. Yep. Now here's another one where I hear commentators say three technique. All right, what so is three, a three technique is, okay, so I just showed you the offense is A, B, and C, right, or A, B, A, A, B gap for always, right? Uh-huh. Okay, flip it over to the defensive side. 
if I'm a linebacker, a middle backer, and I'm, I'm responsible for the A-gap, right, uh-huh. between the center and the guard on my side. Let's say there's two linebackers, right? And if I have A-gap, that means the defensive lineman in front of me has B-gap because you don't want to have two guys in the same gap, right? Okay. So we also name those gaps techniques. So technique is not a three technique is not a, a, a style or a thing you do. It's actually a, an alignment on defense. And then there's a way to play a three technique. But so a three is this, I'm going to give it to you uh, on normal basis. Now there's minutia and we can get into the weeds, but it's too much. Uh-huh. So I'm going to give you <laughs> a basic concept. Okay. Uh, if you look at a guard who's down in a three point stance, uh-huh. a guard, his inside shoulder right between him and the center, what gap is that? That's a gap, right? Yeah. So his inside shoulder, we would call that a one technique. Basics. This is the simplest way you can think of it. It gets really, there's plus minus shade and all this. We were not, I'm just going to say one is the inside shoulder. Uh And let's say I'm going to give you this as an example, hypothetical. And then head up. If you lined up your helmet to his helmet, that'd be a two technique. So you'd be body to body, face to face. If you line up on his inside shoulder, Right, uh-huh. your you'd be your helmet would be in the gap. You'd be on his inside shoulder. That's a one. If you line up in a two, your helmet would be directly head to head. This is just like simple form. Gotcha. And then if I line up in his right shoulder or his outside shoulder, that's the three. So there's a three technique. Ah. That means I'm in the B gap. Got yeah, it. that means Got the D line is in the B gap. Where right? the helmet is determines the technique. Yeah, it actually, it gets to shoulder, your shoulder to his shoulder, your hand. I mean, there's a lot more. It gets to the smallest detail, but that's in general terms. Yeah, and um, and then if 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 I if you have a D lineman in three technique, and you have a linebacker behind him, normally that means the linebacker will be in the one because he has a gap, and that defensive lineman who's down on the guard, since he's in the three, he has B gap. Got it. You get that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is where, of All course, right, I don't if, know if that makes sense. no, that was a great job because normally <laughs> having a dry erase board to do, to write it up on a, to visually see it would probably be easier. But it, you yeah. you explained it perfectly because now okay. I know. And by golly, next time I'm going to use those things and sound really intelligent, man. I'm I'm ready. <laughs> I'm ready for football. Hey, coach. Three technique. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm going to throw it all out there and make people look at me like what. Um, Thank you so much, Coach. I really appreciate it. Congratulations to you and Tristan, your son, at Clemson. Good luck to him, and we'll be following them as well. But thanks for joining us. Really appreciate it. No, I appreciate you having me. I want to just share just a quick thing. I don't give me like 10 seconds yep. as a father. Um, and, you know, there's two hats, right? The father, the coach, coach almost 30 years. And and uh, I get here, and, and, and we dropped him off a month ago. And I was telling my wife about this, that, um, you know, it's all blessings. I mean, we feel really blessed and fortunate that, you know, he, he did what he needed to do to earn a position there. Um, and, uh, but I haven't been, you know, I've been missing him. I haven't been able to throw to him, throw the ball and do drills. We normally been doing, we've been doing it since he was five. And, um, so the first day they had practice, I didn't, I don't want to cramp his style, you know, be a hovering parent. So I stay away. I let him do his thing. But after practice, they come by the facility. Um, and, and he took me to a walkthrough, showed me all this, all the locker room stuff, which is amazing. But then, uh, you know, I asked him, I said, hey, man, you got a ball? And uh, he said, yeah. So he runs a lot, gets a ball, and I'm in the indoor facility there with him. And uh, at Clemson, my son, you know, he's got his team gear on, and, and he says, let's do our drills. Oh. And uh, I tell you, yeah, it was great joy uh, as a father to 
you know, this little guy who was five and, uh, and then our drills have progressed, but he, you know, he, he says, Oh, we do these here too, dad, some of these. Oh, and, wow. and so we, we went through, uh, went through a little workout and then we're going to get another one in tomorrow. So, uh, that's super special to me. Just spend that time as a father's, but, oh, uh, yeah, so terrific. good stuff. All blessings, all oh. blessings. I mean, we're, 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 we're blessed and he's finding his way. So, um, it's, <laughs> We're excited. We're excited for him. But thank you. Thank you for letting me share that, too. Oh, absolutely. And thank you. Congratulations. Yep. And we'll see you this season. Thanks so much. Yeah, we'll see you soon, man. Appreciate right. you. Take care. Arnold Martinez. Okay. Thanks. Bye-bye. Joining us. And we'll take a timeout and wrap things up. It's Let's Talk Sports on ESPN Honolulu. All right, wrap, wrapping things up a little bit. By the way, join Cole Malsoff on your YouTube channel or ESPNHonolulu.com. See the latest episode where Cole sits down with UH quarterback Braden Shager with some grinds from Ruby Tuesday. Brought to you by Central Pacific Bank, Hawaii's best bank. And it is summer, although we're getting into the fall. But hey, Steve Cole this summer, get the new Bosch inverter central air conditioning system and qualify for a thousand dollar hawaii energy rebate visit bosch heating and cooling.com so i'll be filling in for kanoa the rest of the week and so tomorrow we're going to have brian mcginnis who's normally here with kanoa on fridays i believe so i kind of tweaked him and said can you come today he'll be with us tomorrow and then on friday i'll be joined in studio with uh, director of marketing for uh athletics eric matthews a lot of stuff coming up for the upcoming football season as far as fan experience and even women's volleyball as well. Wahine volleyball getting ready to start, so he'll give us that. And also our guest will be former Universe Hawaii football player Eddie Kalneski. So we'll be excited for tomorrow with Brian McGinnis and Eric and Eddie on Friday. I can't remember. Did Coach Martinez say I had to do 10, 110 sprints because I was late for the show? That's 110-yard sprints. Anyway. I got to do that this afternoon. Thanks for tuning in. Hope you can tune in tomorrow. Until then, this is Let's Talk Sports.